Welcome to Leanne's Voice Podcast, where I give tips to women who want to speak with more confidence in work, business and life. If that's you, keep listening, my dear, as I've got lots of gems coming up. Like, subscribe, leave a review and share with one person you know. Or better still, share with your whole social media crew. Let's jump in here, my love. Okay, so today I wanted to talk to you all about... How can I be a more confident speaker when I talk? I've had quite a few questions. asking for advice in the DMs and on my emails as well, actually. Um, so I thought I'd use this episode to answer them all, okay? So let me just share this point. Like Being a great speaker, it's not always as easy as it looked. Even if you're naturally gifted and talented... Like even you miss, even if you say like, yeah, Leanne, you all sound so nice. I talk every single day. There's not a day. I mean, like, I'm not just saying like talk to my friends, chat on the phone. But I mean, I actually go to town. Like, I read a blog out loud. I will record a podcast or I do a video. I always make sure I'm practicing and trying to finesse my skill, my gifts and talents. And if you don't work on an area that you want to improve or even if you're gifted at making rum cake making macaroni cheese or whatever it is you have always talking about food if you don't practice stuff you can lose the skill almost kind of like a language i guess so even like with having a confident speaking voice how to sound you know like a woman with clarity when you talk in a meeting if you do a training session on the phone wherever the forms of life that you may find yourself in you need to speak practice in that area if you truly want to grow right and those that look the best doing it like i'm gonna go there obama michelle obama oprah winfrey matthew mccoyne hey um they've had a lot of practice particularly like matthew mccoyne trained actor on how to clearly speak and i'm not saying that you've got to go and do acting classes although improvisation classes are really great but i'm saying they have refined and worked on their craft and probably also get training as well currently so never always remember the benefit of coaching and training and practice it really does help I'll go to my favorite example Usain Bolt that man could not have run those free olympics and come back with golds 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 right without practice in between the races times that you saw him pop up at the Olympics and world champions. It takes time to refine your gift and talent and hard work behind it. So if you're ready to work hard, you're in the right room, lady. Let's crack on. So there's a lot happening when you need to speak with confidence, whether it's at a team meeting or a training session on the phone. You've got to sound engaging, etc. And you've got to keep your listener entertained or engaged, help to make sure that you're speaking with clarity. Um... And you've got to connect. You can't just talk. You're not, a, um, I don't know, like a recorded machine, a voicemail. No, you've got to connect with who's listening. So you've got to see, are they getting what you're saying? You might have to ask a question here or there or ask them to kind of come into the conversation, ask if they've got a question at this point. So to be an effective speaker, there's so many different points and qualities that I can talk about, yeah? But I think I'll just pick... I was going to say one, Ozu Ofri, but I think I'll just go through like about five. That's enough because you've got like five fingers, so you'll remember these, right? And these are like in no particular order. The first one I want to talk about, um, so the five things I'm going to cover today, which I think would be great to you to work on to be an effective speaker is confidence, passion, you know, learning how to be brief because some people just chat too much, 
the art of storytelling and just connecting with your audience, being aware. All right, so the first one, confidence. This is huge if you want to speak confidently. You need to believe in yourself. Whether you listen to a motivational video on YouTube from some of my favorites like Les Brown, Eric Thomas, Brian Tracy, Tony Robbins, all of those big names. Get yourself in the zone. And before you speak, I've always said it starts actually what happens in your mind. So you've got to think in your mind, I am a great confident speaker. People understand when I talk and I'm able to clearly get my point across. And that doesn't mean you're aggressive. That just means you're able to clearly articulate your point. When people have to get aggressive, they've lost power. They've lost control. So I don't really rate those people who start shouting and get aggressive with you when they're talking. That means they've actually, they actually realise I have no control on this situation. So I'm going to step up the ante to try and push this person into the area that I want. So I don't really rate people who talk like that. Don't chat to me like that, you know. But um, I definitely feel that if you're able to confidently speak, even in the most uncomfortable situations, yeah, um, that is where the confidence is truly going to come. So if you're confident with how you talk, how you sound, and in particular, the information that you're sharing, right, your listeners are going to think, okay, this lady actually knows what she's talking about. And this confidence, when you explain the material, when you're doing a training session at work or you explain to a client, um, I'm able to put, you know, this computer package together for you and explain the details of it it gives you credibility it shows that you're knowledgeable and it will help your listener your potential client to believe in you you know and that's really true confidence come from and that starts off in your mind tell yourself in your mind whether you write out quotes like I do or you um, listen to motivational talks or you read a scripture in the bible pray whatever it is you need to do I'm just giving you some of the things that work for me so I'm just saying to you Get your mind in the zone before your mouth even opens, okay? And um, you need to be able to really relate, okay? So confidently go into the video room or the face-to-face room, wherever it is you're going to be talking. And genuinely believe that I'm here for a reason. I've got some gems, value to share these people. And they do need to listen to me because without me being here, they're not going to learn this great content that you're about to share. Um, and, and just being confident will help transfer the confidence into your listeners. Because if someone's up there shaky, a bit woo-woo, kind of going back and forth, they don't even sound like they believe in the material themselves, you transfer that into someone when you talk, yeah? I'd be like, she don't even believe in making red velvet cakes in the fridge rather than the oven. I don't believe, I'm, you know, if someone said that, you know? So that's just an example I'm trying to um, give you. Okay, so that's confidence. Be confident in your own mindset before you even talk, yeah? Key, passion. This is the second one. Passion, passion, passion. We all love a bit of enthusiasm, yeah? If you're going on a date, you want the guy, your husband, your boyfriend, you want him to really give it your all. Not to be on the phone, on the laptop, disinterested, distracted, all the different disses, disrespecting you, all of that type of thing. You want passion. You want to have someone who gives you the information, gives you the point, teaches you the, the news about, like me, how to speak with confidence. I do it with a passion. You'd think I'm talking about the chicken and rice, one of my favorite foods, yeah? I give it with passion. If you give the information with passion, like you're interested in what you're saying, you love what you do, you love what you say, that comes through in your message. 
so your audience will see and hear they'll feel this passion passion is you can't see it you can't touch it but you can you can feel it you can feel it okay and that passion will help your listeners to be more interested in what it is you have to say so make sure that whatever you're talking about you're passionate about yeah or find somehow find that you can become passionate about it yeah all right so that was the second point number three everybody with me learn to be bold brief and powerful succinct on time organized you know what i'm saying even if you're one of the most elaborate great speakers everybody loves what you're saying you need to keep to the point people's attention spans ain't that long even like if you're watching someone on instagram and facebook when i see the videos over one minute i'm like bruv i ain't got time for it so remember people have got very short attention spans and people's minds have more so now been trained to be distracted trying to do 101 things at one time like she might be in the person might be in the meeting but they're actually texting on their son say if you got to school then she's thinking about shopping or putting on dinner so you don't want your talk your meeting etc to be longer than 20 minutes i don't like long meetings yeah i'm not into it so i think if you're going to do a meeting try and do a standing up meeting then that's less likely for people to sit down and lubba lubba and start talking long for no reason so i think if you're going to do a training session or or a team meeting or a talk about your appraisal keep it like to 20 30 minutes or so because after that people just switch off and you're actually when you're talking you're actually wasting your time because nobody ain't there listening yeah so make sure that each part when you pace through when you're talking about a topic like say for example me i told you i'm going to talk about five things and i keep telling you okay we're on you know succinct be concise topic at the moment the third point let people know where you are in the contents. People don't look like, oh my gosh, you're going to have me here for the rest of my life, okay? So, and, and also make it interactive. I've said this before on, on my live videos, previous podcasts. Make it interactive so it kind of breaks up, not just your voice going on and on and on like you're a Shakespeare monologue, girl, yeah? Okay, and as well, I want to help you. The fourth point, everyone there. Be able to tell a story. Remember when you was a little girl and you used to read the story of Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty and you'd read that when you're going to bed and you go to that safe place and you disappear off into a imaginary world. Look how you can remember stories as a child and you ain't read it in years, right? Because that shows you that the information was delivered to you in a way where not just your head will understand and process and receive it, but your heart as well. And that's why storytelling works so much better than just listing off facts or numbers and stuff, okay? So an effective speaker, they use stories, storytelling to give you the information. Give the information on, I don't know, making, you know, macaroni cheese. Give the story of like, my grandma taught me this when I was eight and then I kept going and perfected it. I now don't just use three cheese, I use five. Then I cook for every Sunday dinner and my uncle said, wow, that macaroni cheese is better than grandma's. Grandma gave me a cross look. You know, all of that, everybody loves my macaroni cheese and now I make macaroni cheese for everybody in the area, for every barbecue that happens. You see what I'm saying? So give it as a story and I've told you there as well that my macaroni cheese is the best I use free cheeses da, 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 da. you know what I'm saying so you can feed in the information in a story like you know my macaroni cheese everybody loves it because it's gluten free um I use free I use I use free cheese instead of four and um it's always really nice and solid and it's not running or liquided no one complains and the tray is always empty so I've told you already what's in the ingredients I've told you the solidness of it and stuff like that so 
storytelling gives the context for the information that you're showing. You can give as many stats, as many ingredients, as many bits of information that you want, but wrap them up in a story. Don't just share it like, like your name is Google. Give people the information in stories or experiences or something happened to you or your friend, etc. Because it helps people to retain the information more. Like when I told you at the top, like you remember the story of Cinderella. Um, because, you know, that was the information was given to you. It was a lot about, it's basically about romance, isn't it, really? And stories are more engaging, easier to remember. And it's much easier for you to tell a story as well as the speaker. So learn the ability of telling stories. Number five, coming in for a close. Okay, be aware of your listeners. Yeah, make sure that you, before you go into your team meeting or business client contact or your training session, know who you're going to speak to. Whether you're speaking to contractors, stakeholders, a new client, if you're going Facebook Live, who, who are you speaking to? Know that first before you even open up your mouth. You've got to know who they are, what they want, how long they're going to listen for, what examples would help them connect to the material or the action that you want after this talk. And knowing this information will help you better to connect to them so you've got examples that are going to really relate. So there's no point going to do a talk about a new lipstick line and you're giving examples of macaroni cheese. Although we love macaroni cheese, it's not going to work if you're trying to explain about a new lipstick line. Okay, so really connect. Uh, know if they haven't got that much time. Be aware of the time. Um, think about the potential questions that could come out as well. Engage with your listeners. Ask them questions. If it's all online, I've said this before in a live and on a podcast and a video on my socials, um, you know, use people's names, ask them to read, ask questions, ask them to use emojis, stuff like that. And even if you're in a face-to-face, right, get audience participation. Don't just stand up there at the lectern, at the lectern, walk up and down the aisle, speak to people, ask people to engage with you and stuff. So don't just stand in one spot as well if you are doing face-to-face. And um, just make sure that you really connect. Look people in the eye as well, give an eye connection, not just eye contact. And make sure that the stories that you give, they're clear and they're ones that relate to your audience that I've just said. So those are my five kind of essential skills. There's more as well, of course, that I think will help you be an effective speaker. So confidence, passion, ability to be succinct or concise, the ability to tell a story and audience awareness and connection. Okay, I hope those have helped you and I look forward to hearing about all your good stories about how they've helped you this week, this month, this year to be a better, effective, confident speaker. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast with tips on how to speak with more confidence in your business, job or your whole life really. Have you checked out the Speaking Tips 101 workshop, ladies? I talk about mindset, speaking with a strong voice and improved articulation, planning, preparation, body language, eye connection, how to stop hating the sound of your voice. If these are areas that you want to improve in, then you need to check out the course and other resources on my website, leannesvoice.com. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe and share this episode with friends. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next show.